Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Catchy smile, you got that catchy smile. Stop a while, come back with that catchy smile. Come back, baby, we'll fly away. Come back, we'll just fly away. Together, baby, but don't tell your nonna. Welcome back to What a Great Punk. <laughs> Welcome, uh-huh. back. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> um, back. This is the podcast by these New South Wales. Um, How's it going? How's it going? That's Todd. I'm Jamie. Episode number 15. 16, 16 pretty good. That's prolific, pretty man. good. Yeah. Recording on a Friday instead of a Saturday this week. So yeah. That's yeah. a nice change, isn't it? Yeah, take the weekend off. Yeah, well, yeah, that's smart. Work yeah, smarter, not harder. Way smarter. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm just realizing like we normally do this on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then, which is fun. Yeah, it gives the weekend the kind of like activity, but like Friday yeah. night, you kind of, you've got to do the... <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I did? Yeah, kind of. That's all right. That's cool. Um, I just think it's a good move. Solid move. Wrap up the week well. Um, yeah, because I normally edit on a Sunday. So, Saturday, Sunday is kind of podcasty, podcasty themed weekend. Every weekend. Yeah. 15 fucking weekends. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. I tell you what though, I'm missing the roadcaster. Like, you know, just doing the in-person kind of thing. That, that was, was really good while we had it. Yeah, pushing the buttons, like you know, having and having the intro like live and stuff was good. That was fun. That yeah. yeah, yeah. That made me a bit nervous though. Hearing the intro and the headphones live, I was like, "Oh, here we go." That's good. That's adrenaline. That's adrenaline. That's the adrenaline you need. Yeah, yeah. But I, I agree. I missed that roadcaster as well. It was fucking sick. Yeah, it's still around. It's in a box in my in my house. Yeah, we'll get back to it. No doubt. We'll see it soon. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way. Um. We've just as a thank you to everyone listening, our wonderful managers who I would like to thank as well for being legends, um, have set up a merch code for people that listen so they can get discount on our merch if they want it. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice thing. Yeah, so as a thank you, we love you. If you want to ever want to get any TNSW merch, no pressure, um, just use the code Great Punk. How, how podcasty is that? Yeah, Telling great pun. The code. Go to the, um, go to the go to the merch website, which you can find the link in our well bio. Most it's easy days. to find. It's easy it's to find. Just find it for fuck's sake. Find Just it. Fucking Google find it. it. It's known. And then and, you, and there's new hoodies. There's new black hoodies, and there's a cholesterol new cholesterol heart tea in black as well. Yeah, yeah, and um, bunch of vinyl and all that shit. And um, you. It's set up the way they set it up. The merch company, shout out to Kaz, who's an absolute legend who runs that. She, um, the first 50 orders will get one, but we can extend it or whatever if we want to. But that's just the, you know, that's just um, the way they did it. So right. if you're that. listening to this in like a year's time, you can still probably use the code. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. Just kidding. Probably sell out in a week. Yeah. Um, All right. Sick. Welcome. It's a bit of technical difficulties this morning. Yeah, a little bit. Just internet playing up and 
you know, had to do the old restart of the modem. Yeah. No uh, personal diagnostics. Is it the modem? <laughs> the computer. Should I use 4G on my phone? Nah, tried that. Made my voice go squeaky. Yeah. So. Well, you're crystal clear to me right now. You look good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's through about three Bad. or four minutes of hard work. Yeah. Well done. And how do you feel? I feel, I feel, feel pretty good. Feel pretty yeah. good. Okay. Been, Fantastic. Been, been diagnostics is my middle name at the moment because I've been doing health diagnostics on myself as well. Oh, shit. Okay. Having some weird health complications. Uh, everything okay? Hope so. Um, <laughs> hope yeah, so. Me too. <laughs> well, you know, they say that um, when you're trying to diagnose, just, you know, you type anything into Google and it comes back that mm. you're about to die. But, yeah. um, but a logic I like to use, which I think is a pretty rational one, which is that it's like whatever the most kind of like obvious answer is, it's probably that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm having these weird, like, chest pains, mm. like, all over my chest and around the side of my ribs and shit, these, like, weird, stabby, shooty pains. Oh, fuck. And the only thing that's changed in my life is that I've started taking probiotics. Yeah. <laughs> so, two days I've been taking probiotics, two days I've had weird, stabby chest pains. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like yeah. it. there's got to be a link. There has to be. There has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's 90... 90- Look, my diagnosis is there's 95% it's a link. You reckon? Yeah, 95%. Yeah. 5% coincidence. Time, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe which, I've got like some, you know, heart disease um, yeah. which, which accidentally just reared its ugly head the minute I started taking the, probiotics. The day you did that, yeah. Actually, I take it back 1.5% chance of that. Like it's not, it's not even, it's got, it, it's too much of a, there's too much of a timing thing there. Yeah. That, you know. And um, what's the, have you, is there um, like a, something you're going to do about it or just write it out? I'll see what happens. Well, I called the doctor this morning. I'm going to speak to a doctor oh. on Monday about it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because, yeah, I don't know. I think as far as I can see, some probiotics give people allergic reactions. And <laughs> as we all, as we all bloody well know, I'm quite prone to an allergic reaction. <laughs> we do know that. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a few in my time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, okay. very, I'm, a, I'm an allergic type, a boy in a bubble. <laughs> yeah, you are a bit. Uh, um, but, I just, um, when I was saying, when I just said, as we all know, I was um, reminded of that video of Bob Catter. Oh, which one? I mean, you know, people are entitled to their sexual proclivities. You know, I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. But I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. <laughs> oh, let's welcome our, let's welcome our hang guest. On, hang on. Hi, Linda. Does it sound okay? Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Oh, yeah, you sound great. I just, How are you? Just, I'm good. I just got back from a walk Yeah. and there was this guy that passed me and I did that full thing where I stared at him in the eyes so hard because he was wearing a Trump shirt. Oh. Mm. And I thought that it was a parody shirt because it looked like one of those on-trend shirts that has like Whitney Houston or like Grace Jones or like Trump. Yeah. And I thought that it might have a joke slogan across the chest because it, yeah. it had it had Trump written at the top like across where his, like, uh, where his neck kind of was and then it had a huge Trump face 
and then it had a slogan underneath. So I was staring at him and staring at the shirt to see if the slogan was a, a joke yeah. or something I ironic. I'm yeah, a like plump. Yeah, I'm the biggest joke of 2020, lol. Yeah. But it just said, make America great again, Trump 2020. Ooh. Oh, okay. It was so weird. Anyway, wow, it is oh, weird. Old. It's such a brash a brash move, isn't it? It was. And I, and I thought, I'm definitely, I'm not going to say something to you because I think you're wearing this shirt to get that reaction. Mm, yeah. Like surely- really? They know that you're wearing that shirt because you want people like oh. you're announcing who you are. Yeah, you sure are. I mean, that's a <laughs> that's, a, that's a bedtime shirt at, at best. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it definitely should be reserved for bedtime. Yeah, you um, you have yeah. to like go out of your way to get one of those here too. Like that's the internet. Like googling it, looking it up. Buy, like you can't just get it on the corner at the fucking bodega or whatever. No, that's why I thought. It, maybe it's some niche mm. hipster shirt that's really eyebrow. Like maybe it's a brown cardigan shirt. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Yeah, you would have to go. You'd have to. You would have to. Yeah, you've really got to look that up. Like you said, Todd, you're not yeah. just getting that at the marketplace on a Saturday. Nah. No, no. Oh. I mean, and there's not even really, you know, who who's really going to markets these days? Who's really well, putting can't. their hands all over things? It's you not, simply mm. can't. You can't. You go simply to can't. You can't do it's that. It's uncouth. Yeah. 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 You can't. Hey, um, do you know what's really funny is that what? Jamie, I can only I can only see half of Jamie's head. Can is that oh, the same for same. you? Linda? It is the same for me. Oh Jamie, I don't know. It's, <laughs> you were like it's just you're like this. It's real It yeah. was a bit oh. Wilson um home improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Home improvement. You, were, yeah. you were poking over the fence. Yeah, yeah. I loved that show. Shout outs. Yeah, shout outs to JTT and Tim Allen. JTT, Tim Allen. Who was the guy that was his friend? There was a guy that was his friend that was always being made fun of that was the other guy in the Tool Time show. Al. 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 Big Al. How's Al doing? How is Al doing? I don't know. What do you reckon? What do you reckon he's doing now? Actually, I saw him recently. Not in person. He wasn't wearing (laughs) the Trump shirt. He, um... He's in that show that everyone's talking about, the Pen15 show. Have you oh, heard of that show? No, no. Yeah, no. it's amazing. He's the dad in that show, isn't he? He's oh, the dad of the Japanese girl, Maya. Maya, yeah. Oh. yeah. Is, he old, is he old and grey? He's he's put on a few kgs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't um, recognise him. He's It might have been the kgs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as not as spelt as he used to. He hasn't been on the tools that much. No, exactly. Yeah. I'm time off the. T- if I've learned anything in my time, is that time off <laughs> the tools. Yeah. Yeah. Equals. Yeah. Few kgs. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna put on the weight, stack um, it on. How are you guys going? Going pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was just saying to Todd, I've been ri- running kind of home diagnostics on my health situation because I've got these weird stabby chest pains, which I don't think are a heart attack, and I don't think have anything to do with my lungs. Um, mm. I, I actually think it's coincided with me starting to take probiotics. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you taking uh, probiotics? Just to um, make my gut happier, a happier place to be. Mm. Mm. Have you been pooping better as Excuse a result? Me? Excuse well, me? I mean, that's why you, <laughs> you're talking about gut health. Like that's... I am. No, I'm only joking. It's, um, uh, not, not, <laughs> not, not particularly. Not particularly. Not, not yet. 
but I understand that you know when you when you start taking probiotics, there's a uh, how would you say a uh, a transitional a period? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where symptoms can get worse, not better, early on before they get really? better. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but I think it might be resulting in this stabby pain I'm feeling. That's not mm. good. I'm thinking no. two things, Jamie. Okay. One, one is that uh, you could just be, you could be experiencing angina, which is like heart pains. Okay. Uh, the second thing, actually, there's three things. The second thing is that it could just be anxiety. Hello, and but then mm. the third thing is also I had really bad gut problems as a kid too, and I had to take lots of probiotics and lots of weird things okay. in order to kind of get over it. And now I'm kind of over it. I still take a probiotic. I take like a powder. Mm. Um, but I, for years as a kid growing up, I constantly had a sore tummy and bad yeah. gut health. And I was always one of those kids that was super, super skinny, always had diarrhea and always had mm. a bloated tummy. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What it's I a think. funny. It's a funny. It's a funny mathematical balance down there, isn't it? It it's really strange. sucks if, if you've sucks. got a, a bit of sore stuff going on. Yeah. So you think I might have mangina? <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have a mangina if you just <laughs> maybe stand up and look yes. down. <laughs> yeah. That could that could work. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's anxiety in this case, just only because I'm well accustomed to the ways of. Anxiety. I know, I know them well, and I'm like pretty, um, pretty, pretty even keel in that department at the moment. Um, and I was just saying to Todd, I think it's that thing of like the most likely thing is the, the that it coincides with uh, two days of chest pains with two days of probiotics. Surely there's a link. Mm. 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 What do you think, Doctor Linda? <laughs> I think it's simply got to be linked. Yeah, it's got to be. The evidence, the evidence is too strong. Yeah, two yeah, days it is. of probiotics and two days of chest pains. Yeah. Do you have a doctor that has said, you know, try it for seven days and see what happens? No, and I didn't speak to my doctor before I started taking them, but I, but I'm going to speak to him on Monday, mm. and um, because I I didn't take one today just to see if the chest pains subside. Mm. Um, and have you had mm. any chest pains today? They're light. They're lighter than they were yesterday, but they're still here. Mm. So we'll see. You gotta push your body to the limits. Why not experiment? Yeah, but yeah, put it to its paces. Have yeah. you? Um, how are you going, Todd? Have you had any chest pains of late? No chest pains. Um, I might. My body's actually quite good at the moment. Um, considering. Um, I had a sore shoulder for about seven months. Um, what that just from? went away. Why? Um, Touring? Is it like shoulder up? <laughs> yeah, it was a, a yanking accident. Um. <laughs> I yeah. yanked like when I was lifting then, something I yanked it yeah mm. and um, it was happening it happened at a time where I was using my shoulder a lot from to play and to yeah. lift stuff lift stuff all the time and then I was sleeping on it every night and um, it just wasn't getting any better and it lasted for quite a long time and now it's better it's still a little bit sore but most little. things just get better if you leave them don't they yeah mm. yeah exactly that's why I, I just left it that's really lucky. Like, yeah, that is lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I say better, it still like hurts if I go like like lift it up above there. Oh, geez. That's yeah, not so it's high. not better. Yeah. So like it, it's still sore actually. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I take yeah. it back. Yeah, I've got a sore shoulder still. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be such an experiment when you play live again. 
Mm. Yeah, well, I don't really go that hard, you know, on stage. It's more it's, it's in it's the with wrist, the fingers, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, all it's in the wrist. The, yeah, yeah. It's all this kind of stuff. It's You've got to play it up. I remember once reading this interview with The Strokes where Nick Valencia was talking about how whenever he recorded his really intricate guitar parts, he would record them really tiny, like play them in obviously the most easy way to play them. And then Mm -hmm. whenever they played live, he would make it as hard as possible. So it just looked really good for all the photographers that were taking photos of it. Yeah, that's that's a good style. Good on him. Yeah. Every now and then you get a riff where like you have to go the whole way up and down the guitar, and yeah. it, it does feel like you're being tricky, definitely. Yeah, you're a showman. Yeah, yeah. you got to put on a show. Put Where on. are you, Linda? I'm in Sydney. Oh, cool. Because you were living you? in. I'm in Melbourne. Oh, you're both in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, we're both you're in Melbourne both these days. Lockdown babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, you yeah. were living in Los Angeles, weren't you? Yeah, so I was there and I came back in March to change a visa over and. I was starting to, I was about to film something for this new work project that was starting at the end of March and I was going to be filming in Australia and New Zealand and a couple other places and then I was going to be filming in America as well and within I think two days of me landing back in Australia, it just got cancelled. Everything got Mm. cancelled. And that's the reason you came back. And that was why, because I was like, I'm coming back. I'm expediting this visa application and then I'm starting this shoot in like 10 days. Sweet. Mm. Great. Said goodbye to my boyfriend who's in West Hollywood. Said goodbye to him and we went, oh, this is amazing. See you in, you know, three weeks. It'll be great. And now we're what? I think I I spoke to him just before and it was, you know, it's going on six months now or something, five and a half months. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I know. How do you you go with a long distance the long distance have you got well well we've been long distance since we met so when i've always been in australia and he's always been he was in new york when we first met so that was worse because the time difference is a little bit trickier than la to sydney Mm -hmm. and also it's two flights so then for the last few years it's been between sydney and la and it's been we're actually really good at it because you just forced to. Yeah. If you care, if if you care enough, you'll do it. You'll yeah. check in with that person every day. You'll make sure you're talking to them all the time. You're really open if you're really trusting and and the and the time difference is kind of on your side, then yeah. you're fine. And we got really good. The the biggest tip was that we got really good at planning because the mm. most annoying thing when we first got together was that because we're both so busy with our jobs, it mm. was really hard to coordinate time off windows together. Yeah. I was talking to Dr. Carl about this recently, actually. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Dr. Carl. A shout out to yeah. Dr. Carl a few days ago. And he was like, you have always had to play the long game with this relationship. Mm. You've always had to really put yourself out there and be really honest about, okay, are we investing in this? Is this what we're going to do now? Mm. And now we're having to play the longest game ever and just go, yeah. okay, we're really, if we're going to have to wait a year from now to do this, if we're willing to do that, let's take it month by month and let's yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like all that stuff leading up to this was a good practice. Like it was getting you guys ready. Totally. For the big, the big that, was lifting, you know, that was lifting weights in the gym. It was training, yeah. It's all perspective. 
it, yeah. it's it's the narrative that you paint for yourself, and that's the way yeah. you're going to live it. I'm like, yeah. all right, that's this is everything. It. This is my this is going to be my year of hibernation and preparation for what's to come, and I'm going to fucking settle into this because there is no there's actually no way around it. There are yeah. bigger things at play. There is no way around it. And if we can sit and be healthy, we're already like 99% better off than other people. So true. Yeah. Um, that's cool. You, so you and Dr. Carla buddies, you guys keep in contact post sort of working we, together? We were actually talking because I t- randomly texted him about microdosing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and right. I, I texted him expecting a text response, but instead he called me. Oh, right, and okay. We, <laughs> and then we ended up talking for like two hours because we hadn't, spoken in ages i saw um, a meme about i saw a meme about people who do that yesterday and because really? what did one it say what did it say it was kind of, i can't remember what the it was on patia's fantasy world it was like when you text someone and then they and then and then they immediately facetime you and it was a no, bit of a like was, oh, um, fuck off it was a like what you up to um, them what you up to me nothing and then them incoming facetime yeah that's right <laughs> yeah Hey, yeah, that's right. You declining it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of that guy. I'm kind of that guy. You, did it to you me. do the FaceTime or you decline? I do the, I like, I'll do the, I like calling. I'm into calling. And I call I'm Todd all the time. Both. Yeah, yeah. I call Todd all the time and I reckon Todd's, he hasn't screened my calls as much recently, actually. Not as but much. Usually, I used to. Nah, you pick him up a lot more, but it's usually mm. like a mm. 30% answer, 70% screen. And I think mm. now it's swapped to 70% yeah. answer, 30% screen, or even higher, and maybe 80% answer. Yeah. And you called me the other night and it was real fun. You were just sitting on your balcony. I was yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. It was, look, it was really nice because a lot of the discussions that Todd and I have are like around, you know, projects that we're working on together. And this was just a, I was on my balcony, felt mm. like, you know, calling <laughs> Todd and we just had a really great, a great just hang. How it long felt did like you we talk were hanging for? out. About half an hour, 40 minutes maybe. That's, yeah. that's really lengthy. Yeah. And it yeah. was around 9 p.m., just random. We just had, it was like we were hanging out. It was really nice. And we just, what did we talk about? We talked about, uh, Cryptocurrency. We talked about crypto because it's we're, something that we're both kind of like um, just hobbying at the moment. And so we talked about yeah. it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think my mum's going to buy some cryptocurrency. Nice. Great. My mum has really gone through uh, a time in this time. Yeah. She started getting tattoos. <laughs> Whoa. What? Oh my That's God. sick. Yeah. She, and they're huge. They're wow. Like, what? Big, big pieces. Yeah. She came over, when was it? A couple of months ago. And she had this weird giddy look on her face. And I was like, oh, my God, she's got a new boyfriend. He's definitely 30. He's <laughs> like in Italy. There's something I know. I know this face. There is something going on. There is something. And mm. she sat on my bed and she like crossed her legs. She's like, Linda, I have something to tell you. And she'd just gotten a, a beautiful little piercing on her nose. She'd gotten another one at the top of her ear. She was like, I've got something to show you, Linda. And she was sitting on my bed in this cross-legged way that was not uncomfortable, but it's just an unusual way for her to sit. Yeah. And I straight away thought of the boyfriend because she, you know, every now and again she'd mention like this person that was just a good friend and we just got, oh, yeah. we don't do anything. We go to the movies. He's very respectful. Sometimes he holds my hand, but nothing more. <laughs> like, you know, very cute. Chinese yeah. mum, yeah. she was sitting on my bed 
And she was like, I have something to tell you. And she pulled her tights up that she'd been wearing and she'd taken over from the whole front of her shin and that, and it crawls around the back. It's a oh. massive tattoo. What is it? I can't even remember. I think it's birds all on the front of her shin and then it wraps around the back and it's like a fairy down the back of her Wow, she's been micro-cosing. It's massive. (laughs) And then the other night she she was doing the decline where she was screening my calls. This is seriously like five days ago. She was screening my calls because she'd been texting me all day and then I was like, I'll just give her a call. She wasn't answering and I thought that was super weird. And then she sent me a text and her whole like top half of her back. Oh, whoa. She's really... Are they her first two tattoos? Yeah, they're her first two tattoos. She, oh, yeah. Deep. She's gone deep and she texted and, and what did she write? It was really sweet. She wrote, I've waited 65 years to really live my life. Ha, ha, oh, ha. Wow. It was so sweet. Good on her. It made me so, it made me so happy. Yeah. yeah. It was That's just, really nice. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's inspirational because, yeah. you know, yeah, that would have made you be like, oh, I'm just... I'm going to start doing that today. If you probably already were, but you know, <laughs> good inspiration. Was, it was really yeah. sweet. It was that I think because she came from that generation that was, or I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was just the way that she was brought up, where it's a very selfless sort of a life. Because she, she grew up mm. in a very, very small, very poor village in Malaysia. So mm-hmm. she's one of six kids. Worked on a farm. Never finished school. I think she went to school till she was about eight or nine and then just started working. Yeah. And would never, you know, never went through our rite of passage partying or going out to clubs and things like that. She just worked and then found out that you would be able to get a work visa if you came to Australia and that way you could work here and send money back home for years. And then Mm. she did that and got married and that was kind of her life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's I'm, I'm I'm excited for her. Is your mum um, really proud of proud of you, Linda? She is. She yeah. she is. I I think now that I think now that I'm an adult and I have somewhat proved that I can do things to a satisfaction that looks successful mm. to an outsider. Yeah, it's that classic thing where that's now my parents are extremely proud and are quite beaming Mm. but I don't know I think when I was growing up when I was going through high school and stuff I didn't I didn't feel like they were proud of me yeah I don't Mm. know I felt like I was a little bit naughty and a little bit well my brother was always the good sensible boy mm. and and you were playing in bands and stuff yeah, yeah, I was the little runt that was like, I'm going to major in arts and you're <laughs> yeah. going to see, I'm going to do something good. And they were like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Linda's going to be the gypsy. I, I remember seeing you, um, well, I first, when I first moved to Sydney, I was 19, which is going back a little while now, and you were playing in uh, Teenagers in Tokyo. And I saw you guys play. Where were we? I Where? think I saw you play at what is now the um, the... It was, oh, what was that club on Oxford Street up the top? Um, Spectrum. No, 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 up the top. Oh, Cuba? Nah, it's, no, up the top. Oh. Wait, what's the <laughs> right. top? What's the top? Like, it up the top, top of the hill, hill. Not at the top, top of the hill. Building, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The As top in of the, the hill. top of, like, Paddington? Yeah, up in Paddington. That one, it's now, um, oh, fucking where, no. where Dimitri's is now, around there. Nah, 
It's what's that? What's that pub at the top <laughs> of? Uh, what no, is that? It, you I... know that place? It's got pool tables and shit now, upstairs and downstairs. It's like a oh, it used to be like it? oh, fuck. Oxford Street. It's Oxford Street at the top of Oxford Street. Oh, like Paddington End? <laughs> yeah, Paddington End. It's um, it's called it. It's now uh, like an Australian sort of themed like Aussie. Oh, oh the unicorn. Oh unicorn. my god! Yeah. What did it used to be? I don't even remember what that was called. Yeah, it was called it, something else. I, I'd shame, fringe. I'm it was called Fringe. Fringe. Was fringe? fringe? I think I, Whoa! Yeah, I think yes. I, uh, yeah. That was, a, that was a real. We only played there once, and that was not. You played big, there? It was a bad show. I remember. Really? I think so. I think yeah. I. I think maybe I saw you there. Maybe I saw you at Cuba, and maybe I saw you at. Bondi Beach. Are you a super How fan? many times did you play? Nah, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? No, nah, I wasn't. But I did. I I wasn't a. I wouldn't say a super fan, but I certainly was like love it because I didn't go to any gigs on the Gold Coast, and so when I moved ah. to Sydney, it was like my 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 introduction to going to gigs, and I was seeing like all the the kind of popular bands at the time. You guys were one of them, and like Ghostwood and stuff like yes, that. Yes, Ghostwood um, and yeah. Who else was around? Like the Valentinos, yeah. the Scare. All of those. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been in probably 2007, 2008. And then it was the yeah. year after uh, we, all, we all moved to London. So half of the girls in that oh. band are still now in London and half of us. Oh, and are they in the band now? No. We, re- we, re- we actually really wanted to keep going. So in a nutshell, we moved over there. So we'd gotten signed and stuff. We moved over there. We did our album and we toured it for kind of ages for like a year or something mm-hmm. around UK and around Europe. And then we kind of got towards the end of that tour and, you know, tours can make or break you. You kind of realise whether or not you're made for that life because it's it ta- really takes its toll. It's such hard work. You're loading gear in, mm. you're loading gear out, you're doing like you're in a different weird cramped venue and if you get off on that it's amazing and you wake up in a new city and it's so cool but it's so exhausting and you're also away from we were away from our parents we were away from everyone um and I think for for a couple of us it was like this is not the way that I want to be living my life and I think I want to go back home and then for the three remainder of us me and then the other two girls, Sam and Sophie, we actually really wanted to stay and we were going to figure out a way that we could probably form a new project just between the three of us. And then it was around that time Mm. that I got the incoming video call from my old manager at Triple J that said, hey, the year's coming to an end. Would Would you want to have a chat to me about starting a new music show called Good Nights. It wasn't called Good Nights. They were just like, would you want to come back to Australia and we could offer you a job to do a new releases program every weeknight? Mm. And that had always been been my dream job to present new music releases because before that I'd I'd Mm. been at Triple J and I'd done the drive show and stuff, which was amazing, but my interest was always in just the music side of stuff and less the talkback side and things like that. Yeah. So then, okay. yeah, I kind of just, I packed up my stuff and I came back and that was in 2012. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, it, and as far as 
making music goes. Do you still do you still play music and stuff? No, really. What, I, what, I, what instrument did you play? I played bass. bass. Yeah, play I played bass. bass. Yeah. I super fan over here. Super fan. Hello. Don't pretend <laughs> that you don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you fucking you know. You fucking know. <laughs> I do yeah. miss it. I do miss it. Oh. Um, mm. But I, I clearly. I clearly don't miss it enough because I'm not doing it. You know, you yeah, kind of, yeah, you, you do, you do what you want to do. Like put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. If you really miss it, fucking do it. Nothing is stopping you. Yeah. You're literally, I was literally in lockdown for two weeks just recently. So, you know, but I, yeah. I do miss it. My, my partner makes music. So I feel like I almost get a little bit of the, I get a little bit of that fix because it's really that creation mm. fix that you miss. I don't particularly yeah. miss playing physically, but I miss having yeah. those ideas germinate and and calling the shots and wanting to try things out even when you know that most of them won't work because you know that they'll lead to the thing that will. That's the fun of it. Yeah. The fun of like yeah, yeah. not being precious and going, try that, move those notes around, change it around there. What if we started with mm. the chorus? What if you extended mm. that outro? Yeah, and what yeah. if you did this? And yeah. I don't like those vocals, but listen to this reference and ch- try those vocals. Like when you're, yeah. you know, when you're just not precious at all, you don't give a fucking fuck. So you just go, do this, yeah, do this, yeah. do this. This could be really fun. Oh, that sucks. Let's try something else. That's a real, yeah. there's such an endorphin release in that. So I, I do miss that. Yeah. There is. Mm. It takes a lot of like, I think it, it takes a lot of creative courage to be able to really like sit in that as well because yeah. it's the whole time you, it could all fall in a heap. Like the, there's that possibility that this yeah. could end up no matter how hard you try sucking and, but you're still willing to invest the amount of time and energy into it. It's it's um, it's not it's not everyone's default position. I don't think it's my default position as well. Sometimes, like I need to remind myself that like even working through a crap idea can end up can result in in finding the the kernel of mm. a good idea. And I need constant reminding of that. Mm. But um, oh, that's cool. And just to circle back because I feel like we 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 skimmed over it with a quick change of subject. You, so you're speaking to Dr. Carl about. <laughs> Micro, you had a question about microdosing. I had a question about microdosing and he called me back. I think I was just, I was talking to someone about it and I was asking his opinion on it because I thought in my head that he had done it, but mm. he, he, he called me and he said, I can't give you proper advice because I have not done thorough enough research on it. I, I am yet to write about it, which is his, I think, barometer mm. of knowing when he's researched enough on a subject. And he said, but what I can talk to you about is minimal amounts of marijuana use on a regular basis have been shown to improve cognitive function. Wow. And then he oh. sent me the paper that he had written on it which was in, and I remember him saying it, he went, oh, I'm going to send you a paper that I wrote that I ended up publishing in a book and I think it was book number book number 43. Let me just go through my files. And it was book oh, number 43 and he sent me the paper, which I still haven't read. But all I know is that there was a lot of trials on rats that they gave small amounts of weed to. And oh, they yeah. had less I, I gave dementia a, and more cognitive function. I gave a large amount of weed to a rat once. What? <laughs> and I did, and I, and um, 
and it's not one of my it's not one of my proudest moments. I was eighteen. I was at university, and I and I fed a pet rat that I had um, <laughs> some uh, hash cake. What and uh, I don't I don't think it had a very good experience. What happened? What? Well, it was just like um, jumping from one end of its cage to the other so fast that it just looked like a blur of like a color. <laughs> like it, it was just going doo, 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 from one end to the other um, and just behaving really oh, erratically. What? And did it wear off? Did it die? What happened? No, it was fine. The rat, the rat lived on. Um, yeah, we, yeah we, were, we were both fucked. Me and the rat oh, were both no. absolutely off our heads. Was, do yeah. you think the, was the rat hurting itself when it was running back and forth? No, no, it was like gripping onto the side of the cage with its claws. (laughs) I never had a pet rat. I had pet mice and I think, yeah, I starved both of them to death one by one by accident. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, I used, they just, those little fuckers really need to eat a lot. Like they need to eat really regularly. I can't even remember. I think it's little pellets. Yeah, it's little mm. pellets mm-hmm. and I think you have to feed them. Look, you have to feed them regularly. I can't remember if it was mm. once a day yeah. or twice a yeah. day. That, but That's definitely true. I, if nothing else is, that's yeah. well, it's the same. That's how it goes for most pets. Yeah, yeah, there's a real regular feeding that results yeah. in positivity and I, I have this specific memory because they used to be kept in a cage in the garage of walking past them as we were going to my nonna's for family dinner on a Friday night and I'd been at school all day and I remember looking at them and going, I'm really meant to feed you, but I'll feed you when I get home in four hours. So this would have been at 5 mm. o'clock in the afternoon when we were going for dinner and then we'd come back at, mm. you know, 9 p.m. and one of them would just be laying and I'd be like, mm. fuck. Mm. Bloody Snowy's yeah. carked it. So I'd take Snowy yeah. out and bury Snowy and put a little flag in. He might have and just then, been, he just been you, making it for attention though. That's what I thought. Yeah, and, you, yeah. and then um, you look at the other one and go, I'll feed you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was yeah. it. I'm just going to go bury Snowy. I'll feed you <laughs> in was, a few hours. That was seriously what happened. And then I think the next week I did the same thing. I walked past, I looked at like whatever they're, names were fluffy and I was like I'm gonna I promise I'm gonna the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna feed you when I come back from nonas and I came back and this again it was bloody (laughs) horns up and then yeah it was very sad oh what a shame yeah what have you done to your rodents Todd I never had a rodent um I never really had many pets growing up uh, wanted them like I'd like going to the pet shop and looking around and stuff. Um, Why didn't you have any? We had a dog, but um, that was it. Like, didn't have like you know a variety. I don't pet. think I knew about this about you. What dog did yeah. you have? Well, the dog's name. The dog um, was name of <laughs> name of Sandy. Name of Sandy. Okay. And um, what happened with that was I think my brother and I wanted a pet, and my parents didn't really want to get one. Which I can understand, like it's a pain in the ass. You got to, you know, pick it, Ugh. pick up the shit and stuff. Feed yeah. it, pick up its feed shit. it, you know, that shit. Uh, walk it, and then um, walk this, it. There was this dog like walking around the neighborhood for like a few days. 
for like a while. There's yeah. this dog with it seemed to be like abandoned or whatever. Okay. And so we took it in. Um, That's nice. And oh. it became ours. Yeah, and it's and it was really so it would have been a couple of years old at that point. Like it's pretty young still. And really he was a really um wild natured, like never barked, never bit anyone, you know, never did much. He wouldn't he didn't do like fetch or anything like that. So he was it was not that interactive of a dog, but um he was nice. He lived for quite a while. What kind of died. dog did you say it was? We never knew. It was oh, like a okay. mix. Was yeah, it, it was like, sort of like yeah. medium height, medium smallish, sandy coloured, like something. Mm. Yeah, it's a mutt. Straight mutt. And no, um, no straight collar mutt or anything? Nah, like, nah, no collar. I think like we didn't just like take a dog we found. Like it would be nah. roaming the streets for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. um, and he was really sweet. And then the funny thing is though, because I've been thinking about this recently, like he was alive for like 14 years or whatever, quite a long time. And he died when I was, so after high school, I moved to Melbourne for university. I was living in Melbourne and then I found out that he died mm. um, from my parents and I didn't really feel bad or sad or anything. Mm. No sadness. <laughs> that, nah. And I've been thinking about that recently as to why I didn't like. How long between you seeing Sandy until you found out that he died? Like when was the last time you would have seen him? Um, I would have seen him, you know, quite regularly. <laughs> Like, you know, it would have been like a month at the max, most. Oh. At the most. <laughs> and did you feel, you oh, you didn't feel a particular connection with Sandy, perhaps? Like I was, did. I did. I oh, you did. You, you were quite fond of Sandy. You loved him. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I was like eight when we got him and, you know, he was alive for like good 12 years of my, all my teenage years, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. And, then, and then he died and you struggled to care. Yeah. <laughs> What's hmm. that? I, I don't <laughs> know what about? that is. I've got. Dr. Linda. I've got two questions for you now. One is yeah. how were you told? What was the tone? Were your parents like he's dead or was, you know, your mum really upset? Because I feel like that might have impacted oh, yeah. your reaction. Mm. Well, she wasn't like, Todd, are you sitting down? You know, it wasn't that kind of thing. It was, um, well, he, okay, this was the other thing. He'd slowly been getting sicker and sicker. Was dying. Yeah, like yes, blind. Okay. And his teeth were falling out and he wasn't, he was just walking into shit and like barely, you know, he's barely alive. Okay. And so that so would help because you've been, that would be a part of you've it. You've been yeah. dealing with it, like the grief yeah. had already started perhaps. It wasn't a shock. Mm. No. Yeah. So I guess um, that plays into it. How did, yeah. How did your mum tell you though? Uh, I was sitting on the couch um, on the phone. She just said, um, sand, uh, like, it was just normal. Like, it wasn't anything. She just said that the dog had died. I can't even remember. Okay. Sandy's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. See, even I felt yeah. Even I felt yeah. a, a pang in the heart when you just said it. When you just said it yeah. like that, it was so cold. Sandy's dead. I felt, mm. I felt upset Sandy's dead. Oh, yeah. stop it. <laughs> Each time you do it, it's like a spiritual spear. <laughs> oh, no, I did love Sandy. But I wasn't that sad when he died. But it must have been... What's the other question? The other question was, what was going on in your life in that were you in a really, were you really busy at the time? Were you quite preoccupied? So, you know, and you, sometimes you don't have time to process things because you're running oh, yeah. around. Mm -hmm. 
work. Yeah. Um, I was just at university with not many friends and living with my grandma. So plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> plenty of time. You were also with someone else that was plenty like older. So perhaps you were thinking, you yeah. had the grounds to be thinking about mortality and maybe applying that to, you know, the, yeah. your surroundings. But yet you, you didn't. Yeah. I think it's just like when you get like, a le- like a bill in the mail and you just file it away and don't really read it and you're like, I'll yeah. deal with that later. Or, or I think like I, when ah, I get a, a, like a speeding depression. fine that I know that I knew was coming. Like I kind of felt like mm. I felt that I'd gotten oh, it yeah. already maybe a month ago. I was like, I was half prepared for this. So now that it's confirmed, okay. I know that it's here. I can file it there. Yeah. Now, that it, now that it's here, I'll put it in the bottom drawer and <laughs> wait till the first reminder comes in. Exactly. Yeah. And then I wait exactly. for the final reminder yeah. and then I wait for the thing that says, <laughs> you have lost this many demerit points. If you lose another one, you will lose your license. Yeah. And, yeah. and then and you and wonder, you and then I and then I pay it. Yeah. You wonder why you're feeling anxious all the time and what this thing in the back of your mind is that you've never really properly dealt with. Mm. Um, yeah. I, speaking of dealing with things from the past, I dealt with something from the past. Um, was it this morning? No, it was yesterday morning. I dealt with something from the past. Ooh. Mm. Um, I made a phone call, a FaceTime to um, Will Shepard from our band. Shout outs, Will. Shout outs, Will. And, um, and I, admitted to, uh, I admitted to him that while we were living together years ago, over the course of a couple of years, um, I was stealing gold coins from his. He had this like, <laughs> he had this, <laughs> he had this gigantic uh, Woolworths. Oh my bag god! Filled <laughs> filled to pussy's bow with coins. Um, you mean one he, he of later, those he later, big uh, reusable Woolworths yeah. bags? Yeah, like a grain one bag of that would have had filled to pussy's bow. Ten thousand dollars in it if it was all gold coins. Well. Yeah. Well, it wasn't all gold. It was silver and gold. Not if gold, you're living with Jamie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not if you're living with Jamie. But, he, but he, he'd filled it and, you know, he later got it changed at the bank and it turned out to be 1200 1200 wow. But while we were living together, I was like fairly poor. And if I needed, <laughs> if I needed a bit of money and Will wasn't home, I'd go into his room yeah. and grab a couple of dollars off the, yeah. off the top of it. You know, sometimes in silver, a few golds here and there, and I kind of smoosh mm. them around, and you know, that was it. Take eight mm. bucks or nine bucks, or whatever. I did that a handful of times, and I probably I estimated that I stole a hundred bucks over the course of a, you know a couple of months or a year or whatever it may have been. Will you mm-hmm. give him? And so I called. Oh, yeah. Go on. I did. I called him. I I confessed. <laughs> I apologized and I sent him a hundred bucks. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. Wait, with it, you should have added a bit of interest on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> Will and I agreed on the price. Okay, so okay. Just, all right. So, but and, um, and I and I'm not telling that story to to big up myself. I just think it's an entertaining story. That's what it's I'm a telling great story. Well, yeah. How did Will react? It, was he like I kind of knew? He laughed and said, "Well, you're not the only one." Because um, he oh, goes, that's I, funny. I, I know that. X was definitely stealing them. I know that Y was definitely stealing them. <laughs> I've spoken to them about it. So you weren't the only one. Can you tell me and then crack it out? Because I want to know who it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway. They should give you money too. That's, I mean, first of all, having money in an open bag just laying in your bedroom in a share house that you know everybody's yeah. not like rolling in money is probably not a great idea. 
Like, put it in your wardrobe or something. Uh, oh, fully, but I would have found it there. And also, <laughs> we're... Um, <laughs> And also, like, he's living with his best mates, you know? Like, you don't expect yeah. your best mates to do that, really. Do you know what I used yeah. to, I have done before? Speaking of skimming what? from your speaking of skimming from your friends, <laughs> that just reminds me of when sometimes I can and I can say this because uh, uh, she probably doesn't even remember that. Yeah, it's fine. When I lived in London in a share house with a couple of the my best friends from the band. One of them, sometimes I, I wouldn't, I would have run out of time to go get groceries or things that I'd wanted from the shops and I'd wake up in the morning and I'd go downstairs to the main kitchen and I'd go, I'm just going to have some cereal, I'll have some fruit and I just want some delicious yogurt. And every now and again the singer from our band would have bought this amazing, delicious gourmet Greek yogurt. But I would do mm. this thing where I would, I wouldn't, I don't know why I would get so weird about telling her that I'd taken some of the yogurt. So I'd take a, I'd open the the lid, I'd look at exactly where the crevices were of where the spoon <laughs> were, and I would take a spoon and I would do identical crevice spoons yeah. out of the top. So it looked exactly the same from the top, j- just in case, just in case she would have known that. And That's then I amazing. would use that yeah. yogurt. But you know, that's 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 some calculated stealth, <laughs> like, stealth mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the fridge the fridge in a in a in a shared house is a is a, is a delicate place, isn't it? It sucks. It's like mm. probably the worst thing about yeah. being in a yeah. share house, besides having to match levels of cleanliness and hygiene. Oh yeah, which is horrible. Yeah. Mm. But having to coordinate a fridge, it's. The most petty of mm. things that you have to do, mm. I think. Yeah. Were you ever in a share house where you would like go in on, to, like everyone would do the shopping together or like go in on the shopping together? Because I wasn't, oh. but I never, because I just knew that would never nah. work. But I know some people do that. Too annoying. That just seems yeah. like so, the, the converse, I think we tried to do it. Maybe when we first moved in, we're all in a band together. We're all in mm. a house together. Yeah. Let's all let's all make chili con carne, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just go, yeah. I don't yeah. fucking want chili con carne. Plus, you're gonna yeah. you're yeah. gonna eat all of it. I'm gonna get my own food anyway. Then I'm gonna be pettily thinking mm. about how I've given you eight dollars to eat dinner for tonight and tomorrow night, and I'm g- gonna be buying my own food again as well. Yeah, yeah, it's just too annoying. Yeah, it is. No, I agree. It's 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 a bit. There's a bit. I think some like community in share houses is good. Like maybe a, a cooking, yeah, cook. You know, cook for each other every now and then and shit. But like mm. generally, it's every 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 man for himself, isn't it? Really, like yeah, yeah. kind of how it's got to run. It keeps it makes it a bit easier. I like it. I I I would have had a, my own fridge in my bedroom if I had. Oh yeah. Decided to splash out. I would keep my own kettle mm. in my we did a we did really? we did a I think it was no, it wasn't a scissor paper rock. It was names in a names in a hat to get the good bedrooms. Which again is like there's a mm. annoying pettiness that comes out from the start of going into a share house. So it was yeah. it was names in a hat to get the bedrooms. And then it was also we'd done this thing where we go, we want we want to be super democratic and really fair. So if you get the big bedroom, you pay an extra ten dollars a week of rent and you know, blah, blah, blah. You kind of 
mm. whittle it down. So I got the big bedroom, which meant I got the ensuite, which meant that I would also have my own. I, I made like a little snack pantry that I would have so I wouldn't have to always go to the kitchen. And I had my own kettle yeah. in the bathroom as well. Wow. You must have been yeah. absolutely cheering when you pulled your name out. For yeah. that oh, I just couldn't believe it. I, w- <laughs> I was like, you couldn't. I, I, I could not believe it. And I remember the person that got the smallest room bursting into tears when she got the small room. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember her. Covered under the floor. Oh, and I just remember her going, I don't even want the extra rent money. I don't even want it. <laughs> and and all of yeah, us yeah. putting on these really, you know, compassionate, sympathetic faces, but knowing that no one was going to fucking swap the room out. Yeah, just trying to hide your smile about like <laughs> Totally. I remember well. just looking and going, fuck, I'm really sorry, but... You, yeah, and then, and then like saying the, ne- the negative things about the room, like oh, you go oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I am stoked. The windows are a bit small, but you know that's all right. We, I can yeah, deal with that. The lights yeah, yeah, the oh, shower actually really sucks. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be <laughs> so annoying cleaning such a big room all and the time. And my like, bathroom, yeah. and I was just yeah, cleaning that as well. Oh, gross. Yeah. Todd. Todd, whenever we travel together, how do we how do we democratically work out who gets the good? Like, uh, to my mind, it's like you you who have usually done most of the organize organizing just take the good bed. Yeah, yeah that's, that's un- unsaid. That's an that's how it kind of works. Eh? Like you normally just take your pick. Yeah, and and leave the rest of us to sort of fight over the scraps. Yeah, and it's like you and Will aren't really very like fussy. Like you guys are really. Like from my, from what I can well, tell, like happy to yeah. You, know, you, you don't make a really big deal about it. Will and I are good bedfellows, and whenever yeah. like whenever we have a room with a whenever we have the, like a double bed and then some singles, Will and I are always mm. happy to take the double bed. Yeah, we like being in the same bed, we sleep well together. It works alright. That's yeah. nice. And Frank, yeah, I've noticed Frank. Shout outs, Frank. He um will take a bed quite quickly sometimes, and which at first I was like, oh, like he's the newest in the band you know <laughs> it's an interesting sort of <laughs> thing but i know why he does it and it's because he sleepwalks and he's he doesn't oh. want to disturb people and so he's yeah. like he's like really um really conscious and like self-conscious of that and like paranoid yes. and stuff he does so it to protect us he picks the he picks yeah. the sort of like safest like bed mm. that's going to keep him more furthest away from balconies and like mm. sharp things does he yeah. has he slept yeah. slept Howdy. Slept, walked, sleepwalked. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, has he done that. He has when you've been on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he has. Yeah, a couple of times. He's um, he's got it quite badly. I've yeah. like I'm. I would hate to have be in that position where you can't trust what you're going to do at night once your head hits the pillow. <laughs> mm. yeah. He's also quite <laughs> strong. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, yeah. he's strong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> Speaking of guys sleepwalking, my brother, shaved yeah. head, beard, scary yeah. kind of looking guy, um, sleepwalks quite badly. Like he, um, like when he's in hotels and stuff, he like puts couches and shit against the door and stuff. Mm. And um, this one time, um, he was traveling for work, and fuck, I th- I'm I'm pretty sure I can tell a story. He was traveling for work. He was like the boss, right? And he's staying at this hotel. And there was someone else, there was this new employee traveling with him, this woman, and um, she was also staying in the hotel. And anyway, he woke up one morning, one night, 
early in the, the early hours in the morning naked in the lobby of this hotel <laughs> without any of his possessions or a key card or anything like that and um it was like what the fuck and then he had to he ended up like having to go up the stairs and knock on the new employees who he's the boss of like hotel room naked to like get her to like let him in so he could like call someone and get left in let back into his room how hectic is that Oh my god! So horrible. That's, That's a oh nightmare. Straight up nightmare. I know. He could have got fucking fired. That was she, that, was know? she? Like, yeah. Was she okay? Was she like? Oh yeah. Yeah, she was okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably a bit shocked at first, I'd imagine. Um, but yeah, she was okay. It all worked out fine. But that imagine like sleepwalking that, that bad where you don't know what's going to happen. What? What yeah. causes it? Like, is there is there a treatment that you can do? Maybe uh-huh. uh, that'd be a good one for Dr. Carl, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah, it's a good I'll one. I have for to Dr. text Carl. him and get him to. He'll, he'll, he's the yeah. he'll FaceTime me. Yeah, <laughs> give him a quick buzz. <laughs> um, look, maybe we'll delete this bit, but I know for both of those people, it's worse when they drink a lot. Yeah. Mm. So, but I think it is a condition that's there regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I feel lucky that yeah. I've never done I, I, that. What, I know, fully. I, what's, you know, I can't, it would be bad being your brother in that situation, but it would be so bad being woken up in the middle of the night to such a strange, because that's strange whatever time of day, but mm. like the the idea of being pulled from, yanked from your sleep in the middle of the night and then being met with some situation which is just already completely alien is so weird. Yeah. Have you have you guys had any of those kind of experiences where something like really weird happens in the middle of the night? Mm, I'm not sure. I can't... Th- have you? I'm trying to think. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I thought of a story of in being woken up in the middle of the night. That happened to Will from our band. Shout outs, Will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Recently, and Jake and Sam. Shout out, Jake. Oh, this um, is fucked. He woke up in the, the middle of the night. To, like, he had, there was this big bang and he woke up and realized there's all just glass on his bed, like on him and in his bed, like smashed glass. And someone... He thought he he thought he'd like his first thought was that oh my god I've like knocked over my bottle of water yeah smashed it in my sleep how how did I do that how did it end up all over me mm. and what had happened was there was someone on the outside who'd smashed his window trying to break into their house and I wish this was a video podcast. Your reaction was so good. I hate this <laughs> um, story. I hate yeah, this. I know. And it, it was yeah. this really big, like, um, Eastern European kind of accented man who was having, like, a drug episode. And um, he was, like, trying to get into their house and he was bashing on the front door and they were, like, literally up against the, the door, like, trying to get him to go away and stuff. That's that's basically the story. Like he knew they were he knew they were awake and was scared yeah. and was still trying to break smash down the, the door and break yeah. in and shit. Yeah. So you gotta lock your doors, people. This was just in oh, this was actually <laughs> okay. Shout out yeah. to Sam, the singer in our band, the person who got the shitty room. I'm just gonna out her. The mm. one who got the shitty room, the mm, one yeah. whose yogurt I used to skim off the top of. <laughs> In the share house. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> she copped it she all. She copped it all. And speaking of people that were woken up by horrible things, she copped it big time. I remember, um, so after <laughs> after we were living in London together and then I moved back to Australia, she stayed in London 
we always had a couple of people that had like broken into our house a couple of times and then she moved to a new place and her place got broken into once and they only realized in the morning when they woke up and looked around their place so the person had done it while they were there asleep in their rooms so had like yeah. into their rooms taken their laptop taken other things had like kind of taken oh. the tv and stuff like that but the guy woke her up like not on purpose but she says she remembers sitting up in her bed and there was this tall guy in front of her like standing over her and he <gasps> obviously walked in the room to oh. take their laptops and she says he remembers her like cooing her back to sleep and going it's nothing it's nothing go back to sleep go back to sleep oh. and she was oh. so you know when you're in that half awake half sleep state she says that she sat up in her bed, saw this person, and he was like, go back to sleep, go back to sleep, go back to sleep. So she just lay back down again and fell back asleep and then woke up a couple of hours later when it was proper morning and like, everything oh. was taken in their house. Oh, my God. That's that's awful. Horrible. Whoa. She must have She must have felt so glad that he just stole things and didn't like assault anyone or anything know, like that just, as well because like that could have just been so much yeah, worse, that situation. I know. It's terrifying <laughs> yeah yeah i i, I actually have had a similar experience I, I was sleeping upstairs but we had someone we had a new year's eve party in sydney years ago and bodies were just strewn all over the downstairs section like on the floor in the lounge room and people sleeping on the couches everyone was asleep it was like you know sometime in the morning we'd left the front door open because we'd been going in and out of the front door all night and yeah someone a brazen thief tried the door stepped over like five <laughs> people who were sleeping in the lounge room and stole all their wallets and phones and the car keys and then went out the front <laughs> of the car. That was such <laughs> With the car. Classic. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've heard that happen in so many house parties in Sydney mm. when people used to be able to have house parties that that would happen. People would yeah. wait until everybody was sedated one way or another and they yeah. would come in and yeah. take everything that was in that house and steal everyone's bags and jackets and wallets yeah. and everything and just walk straight out. Yeah, it's a good methodology. Mm. Well, yeah. if you're into that I mean, kind of thing. You know, now I'm a free agent. I could I could just start a new business. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. And everyone's there's still passed out. Plenty of parties going on in Sydney, so you'll And you know what, if you're having a party, people. then maybe you deserve to get robbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Sounds pretty harsh, but yeah. Can I say it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can say it. Say whatever you sure. want. Sure. <laughs> um, just to quickly, just a very a real side note to a conversation we're having about yogurt. I can't remember if we've spoken about this on pod before, but do you know I used to eat a kilogram of jalna every day? <laughs> really? Uh, jalna jalna is a high-end yogurt. That's a pot set yogurt, isn't it? Yeah, it's pot, yeah. Like, oh, pot, yeah, pot set, all right. One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, a kilo. Uh, as would a did kilo. you have it in the one sitting? I want to. I'm going to fire off some uh, no, questions to you. Usually over two or three sittings in the one day. And would you always have it <laughs> yeah. as a, a savory, savory, or with sweet accompaniment? Absolutely sweet accompaniment. Well, like but honey. most of the yeah, no, no. Well, it was the vanilla flavor. So most of the time, it. Uh, I found that Jana actually didn't need much of an accompaniment. It, I found <laughs> it was quite a. A strong, you know, yeah. solo player. Perhaps this is yeah, why yeah. you've required the probiotics now because you're probably getting so many probiotic 
pounds in when you were yeah. eating the yogurt. So your stomach got used to that yeah. amount. Yeah. That were, could you, be true. were you eating yogurt up until recently too when you started to become almost vegan? Uh, yes, and I changed to coconut yogurt, which I love, which I believe still has probiotics okay, in it. It right. does. Yeah. I have often... Let's call Dr. Carl. We need to call Dr. Carl. I've often said that I think the, the one thing that really has stopped me from going vegan is that I would really, really, really miss Greek yogurt because I have oh, about yeah. half a litre of that every day. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Greek yogurt, it's fantastic. And, I, and I've... I've started, I actually, because I've been on coconut mm. yogurt, but I love coconut since yogurt. trying to change my health, I, w- <clears throat> I went and bought some Greek yogurt last week mm. um, or Kate, Kate brought it home and I was very happy with her for doing so. <laughs> um, 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 so, yeah, that's, that's back in my diet too. So, Were you living with Luke at, at this time? Yeah, Luke just yeah. thought it was the funniest thing Luke ever. Luke thinks I was it's so the funniest. Much Why were you having yeah, it so gonna much? This shit. I was just obsessed with the taste and the texture of it. <laughs> it's very Moorish. It was honestly the best thing. It's so Moorish, but now not so much. Like if I had a spoonful of jalna now, I think that's nice, and then I'd put the tub back in the fridge. But before it was like, oh, mm. it was like just you'd, heavenly. You gorge on it. I'd gorge. I'd gorge. <laughs> what about um? Uh, what about ice cream? Would you? Love, love it. Mm. <laughs> I, love ice cream. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love ice cream. They're similar. Yeah. They're in the similar family, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. What about frozen yogurt? Obviously, love it. Yeah, it's okay. It's oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. Remember when we were, went to that service station and you bought a Chobani flip? <laughs> yeah, I love oh, the, I the love a flip. Chibani. That was just, you love I a Chobani flip? <laughs> I think I've bought a Chobani flip before. I think when I've gone to, I feel like it's a real, I'm staying at a hotel, I'm going past a convenience store, there's crap all in here, yeah. I'm going to get a Chobani flip. Mm. It's a bit of fun, yeah. a bit of protein, you know, yeah. a bit of crunch. Yeah, yeah. It's good, good yeah a bit of sweetness. Yeah. So good. Good snack, like a pepperami stick. <laughs> What's a pepper? Is that a meat That's stick? A, yeah, it's a meat stick. It's like in a little packet. It's you can live for two hundred years. Oh, um, is it like one of those? It looks like a space food stick. It's it's like vacuum sealed or something. Yeah, it's in like a reflecty medley vacuum seal kind of thing. Um, they usually you can get them at the counter in like service stations in like the UK and stuff. I feel like... What's space food? Is that the- S- Space food sticks, they're like uh, they're, they're like those little oblong things that they would mm. give to yeah. kids, you know. N- like with Nutella in them? No. Like Nutella? Oh, 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 maybe, but it was just one block. It almost looked like a block food yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I remember having these. You've just brought back a memory of these things as a kid that was like that. It was that tube really tightly sealed and you cut the top off or bite the top off or whatever and then you suck all the like Nutella out of it. It was a chocolatey, oh, hazelnutty. That stick. sounds yum. And also, you know, like, almost like a cheese, those cheese strings. Yeah. Which always really oh, weirded yeah, me out. Me like, too. Like it was cheese, but then you ripped it off and it was like it was like eating a cheesy yeah. strand of hair. It was It's such a bizarre yeah. texture to put in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, or like a cheesy banana strap. Yeah, you know, yes, banana that's look. what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking more of like a Dunkaroo kind of vibe. That's what you, with the with the packet where you squeeze out the hazelnut kind of. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It was kind of like Dunkaroo sauce inside a space. Yeah, room. Dunkaroo sauce in a tube. Yum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos, yogos. Oh um, yeah. 
How long has it been since you've been away from Triple J, Linda? Six months. A year and a half or something? Six months. Oh, it's only six months. I know. It's because this year feels like a decade um, Mm. and and we're only halfway through. Uh, Yeah, I finished up at the end of last year. So it's only been it's only been oh, six, it's right. been a it's, still quite it's been a wild six months because when I when I left it was all the bushfires and everything and it was like well yeah. the world's never going to be the same again with all the Australia with the bushfires and I remember being in LA and people going oh my god you know the world is in chaos the bushfires look awful these things are happening and then it's just one mm. thing after the next yeah yeah I I think I saw you. Around that, that was probably around the last time I saw you at the that party, the um, Aria's party after party thing. Exactly. Remember I saw you exactly. There? I think that was that. Is that your last? That day? was, I think, my last week of work. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think it was like the week and before then I, I was finishing. Te- yeah, I remember. What did? Did it take a while to get used to have? Oh, sorry, Todd. Oh, I was just going to say, and then I met a Teskey brother. Oh, they're the nicest people in the world. Yeah, they were nice. They really are. Yeah, they're really nice. Uh, What were you saying, Jamie? Um, how how did it take you a little while to get like used to having your nights back to yourself? Well, it was it was kind of weird because I'd done the evening show for so long, and then and I've always been someone that's way more of a night owl, and then I switched Mm. to do the morning show, which was oh, so yeah. unheard of for me and my whole family were like, mm. we can't believe you're getting up and doing a morning <laughs> show. But then I actually loved it so yeah. much more and I could not imagine having to broadcast at 10 p.m. like until 10 p.m. at night or anything. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I really did get used to it and I loved being a, a morning person as opposed to a night's person. I really mm. got into that. I think I was just getting older. Mm, yeah. Um, and <laughs> so I really enjoyed that and then – it was a real adjustment coming off the back of such a busy time at the ABC and relaxing into time off. It's very, mm. it was very, very, now it's different because now I'm working on things and I can work from home mm. and I can kind of design my hours and my day around what suits me. But having such hardcore deadlines every single day mm. became a real habit and also the way that I operate and also very much tied to my ideas of self-worth and identity where it's like I will only feel accomplished at the end of a day mm. if I have done like five big things. So coming off the back of that and then mm. adjusting to a whole new way of life was a real struggle for me because I'm so used to just mm. having something, pushing it out, having it done, moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, that's really like measurable success. It actually, like yeah. Ticking off tasks. Exactly. Yeah. It's so tangible and it's so easy to mm. get used to that feeling of accomplishment. Mm. What, what, what kind of homework did you have to do for that, for that gig? I did a media degree. So I did a media and communications degree at Sydney Uni. And while I was doing that, I was volunteering at FBI the whole time. So I was doing community radio, <laughs> the like, two full-time days a week kind of thing. And then I was offered the lunch show on Triple J and so I started that. And then Mm. the homework was just, I guess, the same as playing. Like between I guess the same almost of playing in a band in that it's a muscle that you just need to flex all the time and you need to have that hunger and you need to have that real self-drive to be better than other people. Otherwise you will just sound the same. So the homework was one, 
researching and listening to all the music releases and having a really, you know, for want of a better term, a, a critical ear and be able to be able to listen to music and talk about it and research the artists and know who you want to invest in and all of those things. And then there was a lot of mm. planning because you're planning what you're going to showcase or what interviews you're going to do. And then a step back from that as well, you're going, who is worth showcasing? Is this diverse enough? Where's the variety here? If I talked mm. to a person that looked or sounded like this this week, I need to talk to a different person that looks and sounds very different the next week. And that applies to all the callers as well. So when we're like producing what callers mm. are going to go to where, it's this whole kind of tree of things that seeps out. And then as soon as you get off air, you're like prepping for the next week and for that next day. And because I'm also hyper kind of self-critical, I'm listening back. Mm. So I'm air checking myself mm. and I'm listening back to how I'm doing mic breaks and listening back to how I'm doing mm. interviews and going, I'm definitely my own worst enemy, but I'm also my biggest champion. So I'm kind of, which has taken me a really mm. long time. For, for a really long time, I was always my worst enemy and I was always listening back to things and going, that wasn't right. That could have been better. I could have said that in a shorter way. I could have talked about that better. I should have pointed forward to this other thing because if I just listen to them, then in 10 minutes, I'm going to miss this other great thing, like super self-critical. Mm. So I think in my last couple of years being there, I learnt what the balance is of going, that was fucking great. I really nailed that. Mm. This I could have done better. Mm -hmm. But it's just all, yeah. I think always having that hunger to do things in a, in a better way was the best homework that mm. you could do. I suppose in any career. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Otherwise you just plateau. Yeah, no, totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 good to think. I mean, Todd and I. This is only episode sixteen of this podcast, actually. I think episode sixteen, and we've been like, we've been talking a little bit about things that went well, things that went not as well, and trying to, but probably not as much as we should or could. Hey, we're very no. fly fly on the flying on the seat of our pants yeah. with this show. I don't know. It just it depends. Um, it depends what what but, you want yeah, what you want to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because we're not. We're, it's it's they're very different. Um, very different gigs. Well, yeah. Yeah. We said when we had a phone call together the other night that we'll reassess at 20 episodes. Um, yeah, that's what maybe we we'll dive in. Yeah. 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 When we started this, we said at 20 eps, we'll, we'll put our heads up and, um, and have a look around and see whether have, we're enjoying it, see if it's sniff. working. Yeah, have yeah. a sniff. Yeah. Um, probably yeah. get analytical on it. That's some good tips. See what works, see what doesn't work. Um, yeah. And um, just have a bit of a chat. Might do the chat, might do that on air as well. I think. Yeah, I think it's really yeah. nice to have aspirations and you should always yeah. have those aspirations, but they will always be different because also radio shows are so different to podcasting because with, with podcasting, mm. you know, people are listening to the episode because they're already somewhat invested in you. Whereas a radio show mm. can be just so, you're not going to accidentally tune into a podcast, you know? Mm. So, so when I, when you tune in, it's not like a radio show where it needs to grab my attention and whatever the person says in that mic <laughs> break needs to be really good. And they also need to tick this box yeah. and they need to do housekeeping and they maybe need to save the time. And then they need mm. to point forward to something that's happening in 10 minutes so that I don't change the channel. A podcast is so different yeah. that you can be wow. really relaxed. You can have 
really yeah. big, really dumb ideas. You can have really weird ones and you can kind of take people along for that journey and it would be, and it's so much more that relaxed wonder. in that you can rely more on your rapport. That's yeah, my tip so for you. Because yeah, no, I I, I dig it. Because like what you're saying about you know like working on radio, there's so there's such a heavy communications aspect to yeah. it, isn't there? Like you're really like really steering the listener and communicating exactly what needs to be communicated in order to achieve something. Yeah. yeah. And thinking ahead, thinking of like five things at once that you need to do and that's oh, even when when you said just thinking of like telling people the time, that gave me like Oh, yeah. Like, wow, you got to just do so You got to do cuz you like thinking about oh, I've back announced this thing. I really should mention this gig. I need to say my name again. I'm timing out to the news. The mm. news is coming in 27 seconds. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fill this God. next 24 seconds with saying the new Billie Eilish song is coming up right after the news. And then should I mention this other thing? It's just, it's such a, it's, a, I remember we had this, um, the, this guy that was the ex head of NASA on for the science hour once. And he was like watching mm. you operate the panel who said is the same as when I used to watch the astronauts operate it because your eyes are darting around and your hands are moving in all these different directions, like fading things in and out. Wow. But it's fun. Wow. That's so cool. But it's fun, but it Yeah. yeah so I, I imagine after a few years the did the like the anxiety and fear like dissipate to a level that it was non existent or was it always like there's always a ten percent or five percent like fear anxiety thing it definitely goes pretty much 90 percent it definitely um Mm. i suppose like driving a car you kind of forget you have the motor skills Mm. to do it quite naturally but i think the the nervousness just turns into a nice a nice level amount of adrenaline which again is that thing where you get used to having that amount of adrenaline pumping through you so when that stops and if mm. you're not doing that regularly, you go, oh, where mm. can I get that from now? Where do I, who do I yeah. hang out with? What can I do? What's the project mm. I can do to get that same rush? I'd be, it would be like getting yeah. off stage every night and uh, on a tour and mm. go, oh, my God, I'm so used to having this jacked up kind of feeling of nervousness and excitement and accomplishment. And now where do I get mm. that? One jar of jowler. Mm. <laughs> one pot <laughs> down the hatch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that uh, I, I thought, because um, I, w- I heard you a million times on the ra- radio, Linda, um, you know, as a super fan of Teenagers of Tokyo, <laughs> um, I've, I, <laughs> I followed you right through, heard you on the radio a bunch of times. Um, and one thing I always wondered was, because there's always this level of enthusiasm about everything, right? About music and stuff. And I wondered like, I wonder which of these songs <laughs> Linda thinks is shit. <laughs> and still and still has to maintain like a like a healthy interest and enthusiasm enthusiasm in. <laughs> like surely you don't yeah, surely surely you think some of this is shit. Yeah. It's very strange. It's no, you know what? It's not very strange. There is a place for many things. There is there is it, there this is a whole other podcast episode. This is a whole Mm. other episode of where things find their place, how to sell things in a way that still feels genuine, even if it's not your personal taste, in the lessons of your ears changing into Mm. um, 
a phrase that I know that I say way too much and I've been made fun of for it when I clearly don't like a song, but when I mm. know that the audience will like it and it's when I sit in a music meeting or something and I go, it works. Ah, it works. Yeah. Well, yeah. it works. It works for it's, someone. It's going yeah. to work. For work. I'm just. That'll do the job. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite complicated, but oh, I don't even know how to scrape the surface of it. The, the, the short answer is yeah. I definitely don't love every song, but I do no. know how you couldn't. you couldn't, but there is a way that you can sell the things that you genuinely believe there is a place for. And there are ways to yeah. negotiate the angles in terms of the way that you do that so that they serve the purpose that they're yeah. there to serve. And you might not necessarily be that audience of, say, 18 to 24-year-olds, but that is who mm. you are serving. Yeah, so you're speaking to them, yeah. It's also something where you're serving, you're working in a team, so there's not just mm. one brain that you are pleasing. It's not just you putting together yeah. your playlist. Mm. Yep. But that's where you can exercise yeah, exactly. the things that you care about. So I don't have to talk about every single mm. song with unbridled enthusiasm. There are definitely ones mm. where Richard has been like, Linda, I know you're going to not like this song. Uh, Richard Kingsmill, sorry, mm. the music director. There, there have yeah. definitely been times where he's gone, I need you to play this song. I need to know how it goes down with the audience. I know you're going to hate it. You have to play it. And I've mm. gone, I understand yeah. the place for it. I understand that it's going off online or they've got a huge groundswell or there's this interest here. So, yes, yep. I can do the job. I can get this done. Now, get the fuck now, out of my get office. Get out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a um, delicate game. <laughs> yeah. I, te I texted in once and texted you and requested Limp Bizkit, um, but I don't think you played it. I didn't it. play it because it wasn't in the system. It wasn't in the I system. think I did play it on one of my last shows. I uh, look. Oh, that before 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 he was was he me too before? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Fred Durst has been me too. That could be wrong. Yeah. What about Bob Durst? Wait, who's Bob Durst? Bob Jinx. Durst is the guy from the Jinx. He's definitely been me <laughs> yeah. too. That, that yeah. guy. That, um, I would have played Limp Bizkit. I, I look. I did. I did like them when I was in my. Hmm. Todd and I have spoken about my new metal face, my love of yeah, <laughs> my love of it all. Oh, I love that about you. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, I didn't what expect time, to play it. What about the time we we uh, you were in our show, Linda? I was on it. That was a fun time. I've muscled was my so way fun. in, and you now I've muscled job. my way into your podcast. How good! Uh, sh shout outs to Melody for for linking the yeah. show. Yeah. Good yeah, friend thanks, Melody. thanks, Melody, who who now has her own dog called Sandy. Oh yeah, that's right. She oh, stole your dog's wow. name. Her and um and David Harrington shout outs yeah. have a dog called Sandy. Did you ever consider that perhaps it's the reincarnation of your dog that you didn't give a I fuck about? I never considered that, but it could be. No. I'll ask wow. if it play, we'll know if it doesn't play catch. <laughs> I think it plays games. <gasps> you should ask I that. think it does. Oh, it does. Oh. So. New, new and improved. Okay. Maybe you improved Sandy. Yeah, maybe he picked that up. Like you know, <laughs> he was just sitting in heaven and had a chat with God, and he's like, "You should play catch a bit yeah. more." 
yeah. and he got put back down. Yeah. Um, hey, and now he's giving it a go, and he's loving Bambinis, it. I have to go soon. I'm getting a little. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping that. It's perfect timing. Because you're sick yeah. of it. Um, perfect timing. No, no, because you know we've done about however long we've done. Just looking at the timer down there. Um, and uh, it's, per- it's it's been it's been great. Yeah. Well, I th- I thought you had to go at one, but I didn't say anything because we were having a. Good I was time waiting. Time. I'm waiting for a package to arrive, which, funnily enough, is actually a little microphone. <laughs> That would have helped things. Oh, anyway. <laughs> and I think I well. think it's arrived, so I need to. I'll go down and get it, and I'll have to try and set it up today. That's I'm waiting for a package today. What too. are you getting? What are you getting? Squatty potty. Are you really? Are you actually? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's you that? You have the probiotics and the squatty potty. We'll be sorted. Yeah, gives you some that- clues to to what's going on in my life right now. Um, a squatty potty is great, Todd. It's a little, a little step, a little stool that you that wraps oh. around the base of your toilet, and you put your feet on it, so it puts you into a crouching position when you when you go to the yeah. potty. It just helps you poo a bit better. I don't have one. Yeah, exactly. I don't need one. Have you ever used one? No, but I'm Asian, so I I understand that you that you kind of should like lift your knees up a little bit. Anyway, yeah, because so yeah. well, you kink, you kink, you kink. Yeah. Otherwise, I've got I've got long legs, so maybe I just naturally do that. You probably maybe, yeah. naturally do that, whereas I'm basically mm. straight legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, toilet, like yeah. dangling, not even yeah, touching so the floor. I, yeah, it help, It helps me. It helps me to have that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to get it. So That's congratulations exciting. on your package oh, arriving. You. Congratulations on yeah. my package arriving. Let us know how both of you go, please. We'd love to know how the microphone works and how the squatty potty works. Yeah, I'll put a picture of the squatty potty on the Instagram. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing it. Did you get to choose a colour or something? Yeah, we went with a nice wood sort of finish. That's classy. <laughs> yeah. It's the rest of the, the house it, decor. Is the whole house into it? Yeah, it was like 33 bucks and 67 cents or something each. each. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's expensive. Um, yeah, yeah, it's an expensive one. I think that's what you pay for the wood finish. But, you know, like uh, the other ones look too, like, too scrubby. Yeah, probably. yeah, you don't yeah. want it to look a bit like um, hospice <laughs> No, no, <laughs> you know. And it definitely, <laughs> definitely had that vibe, the plastic one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Peace out. What a great punk. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So nice to speak to you. Yeah. You too. Bye, Linda.